Welcome to Mindfully Sovereign, the podcast that invites you to reclaim your feminine self-authority and unleash the abundance within. My name is Safa, I am your host, and I'm here to help guide you past your limiting beliefs and into the heart of your unwavering and undeniable power. This podcast is all about reclaiming your feminine self-authority, learning the art of self-seduction, and awakening your inner goddess so that you can become an aligned match to your most abundant life yet. So grab a cup of tea, get cozy and get ready to become mindfully sovereign. Hello, hello. Happy Monday and welcome back, beautiful soul. Today we are going to be talking about boundaries. And truthfully, this is the perfect expander from the conversations that we've been having around sovereignty and ownership, self-authority and accountability over the last couple of episodes. Because what better way to express and honor your own sense of sovereignty, ownership, and self-authority than to show up for yourself from a place of strength and love and awareness and to set up a boundary that is going to help make your relationships so much better. But I'm getting a little ahead of myself. I can't help it. I'm so excited. This topic is so vast and so beautiful. And I am by no means an expert on just boundary work alone. But this is one of my favorite areas to work with my clients on because it really starts delineating a really beautiful structure that we can use to make our relationships feel so much more supple and abundant and filled with love and safe space. Boundaries are something that as a recovering people pleaser can feel very strange and uncomfortable and even make you a little bit squirmy. I know that I definitely feel this sometimes in my own life still to this day, even after decades of work. So if you're someone who tends to shy away from the idea of boundaries, believe me, I understand and you are not alone in this. And this is also going to be so helpful to you in your day-to-day life, I promise. So the first thing I want to do is address what a boundary is not. And what a boundary isn't is putting a constrained condition on love or care or tenderness or relational space. I think a lot of times we confuse ourselves by thinking that this is so because there's this idea that love, in order to be the kind of love that we've been sold for so many years in stories and in media and all of these places, is that it has to be unconditional. And while I am all for showing up from a place of unwavering love. I also love bringing up the idea that unconditional love doesn't mean letting the other people get a full pass or enabling them. There's a big difference. You can be loving in such a way that you hold sacred space for your person or the people in your life without judgment. You can allow them to be seen and held and listened to and you still can show up in a way that isn't going to be enabling. And to me, that is tremendously powerful. And it's one of the reasons why boundaries are so important in our relationships. So again, just to clarify, setting boundaries isn't an act of aggression. It isn't 
an irrational demand that you are placing on the other person, uncondition of love or uncondition of showing up. You're not going tit for tat with this. A boundary is something that indicates or fixes a limit or extent. And the thing is, is that the boundary isn't set for the sake of the other person. It's for you. You are setting the boundary for yourself, for your highest good, so that you can receive and show up with and for the people in your life in a way that is going to be most aligned with your true self, rather than bending over backwards or trying to fit yourself into a tiny box or making excuses for the people in your life just because you don't know how to show up for yourself from a place of strength and a place of self-authority and sovereignty so that you can open the door to the things and the people that you want and close the door to the things and the people in your life that do not serve you. Boundaries are not meant to be weaponized against the other person. It's not this quip that you carry around with you with which you are going to continuously attack the other person and say, hey, this is my boundary. I told you not to cross it. Now you're going to be punished. Boundaries also don't mean cutting people out of our lives left and right just willy-nilly because they triggered us or because they said something that made us uncomfortable or because we had a disagreement. Boundaries are not meant to be used as a way to deflect ownership or self-authority in your life. And they're not tests that you're going to use to see if people really are, quote-unquote, at your level or not. All of those antiquated and just slightly twisted or just misunderstood ways of relating to boundaries get us into so much trouble in our lives. Because again, we are putting the other person at the helm of the situation. We are forgetting that the boundary is for our sake, for our highest good, that this is about us. And we are also hurting people without taking accountability or ownership of something that isn't in full integrity. So what's important for us to recognize, to know, and to be very well-versed in when we are creating boundaries in our lives is the knowledge of self. It's knowing what our values are. It's knowing what our needs are. It's knowing what our relationship with our sense of worth is. It's knowing what we are willing to lean into and welcome in this life and what we are not okay with. And it is knowing that boundaries are a very proactive state of self-devotion. Because when your boundary is crossed, you don't just move the boundary further back. You don't just keep changing the goalpost. You don't just explain it away and say it's okay and make the boundary just a little bit broader to let the person fit in just because it doesn't look like they're going to be able to observe the boundary you established in the first place. Not at all. Boundaries help you keep your integrity. They allow you to show up to your day-to-day life with more presence. It's the thing that you can use to say no. It's a tool that you can rely on 
to remove yourself from situations where you do not belong, where your energy is being siphoned, where it's being depleted, where you really are just not in a state of expansion or growth or thriving or living healthfully or healthfully. Boundaries are a very loving form of expression in a aligned and proactive conversation with the person or the people in your life who are willing to enter into the dynamic of expanding and moving and growing and learning and seeing and observing and honoring who you are as well as who they are at any given point in time together and as individuals. That's why a boundary doesn't say please do not do this. I don't like it. It hurts my feelings. It's not okay. A boundary says, if you do this again, I will remove myself from this space. Boundaries are a very beautiful art of self-mastery. They're a very beautifully expressed sense of mindful sovereignty. And part of this really beautiful dynamic really comes down to you being able to honor your own boundaries for and with yourself. Because that's what allows you to drop into a deeper level of emotional intelligence when a situation is heightened. It's what reminds you that you are at the helm of your life. It's what allows you to create more boundaries as they are needed in your life for different areas and different people and different aspects of your life in a way that feels uplifting rather than depleting, demanding, needy, aggressive, or even forced. This also gives you the ability to set boundaries with other people in a clear manner rather than going into the default setting of over-explaining, over-apologizing, fawning that happens in the nervous system when we are off-kilter and we don't know why it is that we are asking for or needing this boundary to show up in our lives in the first place. And being very truthful with yourself, you'll be able to recognize and understand that setting the boundary isn't really the problem. The problem is standing in the fullness of that boundary and following it up with the energy and the sovereignty that it takes to hold it without backing off, without fawning, without, like I said, over explaining or over adulating, without freaking out and feeling like you setting a boundary was you exacting punishment. But in order to get to any of those areas, in order to get to the point where we are self-aware enough to recognize this, we first have to understand our own hearts, our own needs, our own desires, our own expression, our own boundaries with ourselves and for ourselves and with the people in the world around us and where they are coming from to make sure that everything is very clear and that it feels in alignment with our highest good rather than operating from a place of being at the effect. So if you notice over the last couple of episodes, there's been that theme. Anything that is a response to feeling like you are at the effect of is taking away or siphoning or diminishing your power. Anything that puts you square center 
on the realm of self-authority and sovereignty is what is going to create the most abundance in your life. The same can be said for the realm of boundaries. Because at the end of the day, not standing firm on your boundaries that you created for yourself is a way of settling. It's a form of self-betrayal. It's where your own mind starts learning that you can't really trust yourself because you are not stepping into your integrity fully. It's where excuses come in. It's where fear steps in to take away the strength of your communication. And it's where very often we find ourselves making allowances for behavior and situations that are not good, that are very, very toxic for us. And really, this is the space where we get stuck in toxic patterns and situations so often in our lives. It's the little cracks. It's the little, little allowances, the little spaces that we make that in case of I need an excuse to keep this thing or this person around break glass kind of situation. It's when you've been in a situationship for far too long and you know that it is not okay with you and that you are just feeling more and more depleted day by day. It's when you feel like people are walking all over you and where the respect that you absolutely deserve in your life isn't being planted, cared for, grown, and embraced. And our relationship with boundaries starts being tested at a very early age. I want you to think about it this way. Imagine that you are a parent, or maybe you are a parent, so you don't have to imagine that part, but imagine that you are taking your kids out on a road trip. You're driving to, I don't know, Disney World or Disneyland or Six Flags or somewhere fun where you're just going to spend a family weekend. And all of a sudden, your children just start misbehaving. There is behavior that is not acceptable. Things that are not okay are happening. And you say, if you don't stop that, I'm going to turn this car around. Do you know what's going to happen if the behavior continues and you do not as much as you may not want to, because let's face it, you want to go on this trip. But do you know what's going to happen if you do not turn that car around the second that behavior continues? You are setting yourself and your children up for such a depleting dynamic and relationship. And the kids are going to know that they can get away with this. And that's the thing. It starts very early. Children start doing this at a very young age. You started doing this at a very young age. And so people continue doing that in their lives. They will push that to see how far they can take it with you. And the further you let them take it, the further they are going to take it, the more they're going to push, the more they're going to try and break you down, the more they're going to basically bulldoze and obliterate those boundaries because you have shown them with your actions that it is okay for them to do that because you don't actually stand firm, believe in, or honor your own boundaries. And that is massive. Whereas you know that your children are going to benefit from, and eventually, whether they do this verbally or not, at least energetically, thank you for setting up a boundary where you actually say, hey, if you do that again, 
I'm going to turn this car around and then despite how much it's going to kill you and probably everybody else in the family as well, to actually do it, that is going to benefit them. And eventually they are going to thank you because that's going to help grow their integrity. It's going to help grow their emotional intelligence. It's going to help grow their own boundaries. And it's going to keep the ecosystem of your family way healthier than the allowance. It's going to allow for deeper intimacy to grow between you. It is going to be the thing that nourishes, that nurtures, not the thing that leads you into a space of depletion just to please, just for the sake of not rocking the boat, for the sake of being seen like the good guy, for the sake of not being labeled the bad mom or the bad dad or the whatever. That is where things really start to change. And it's the same with every relationship in your life. If you have a friend who you make plans with consistently and who always stands you up, the more you keep allowing that pattern to show up, the more they're going to keep standing you up because now they know, oh, well, this person doesn't get upset when I do this and they're okay with me not showing up. So therefore, I'm going to just cancel and not show up whenever I want to because they'll be okay with it. Do you see what I'm saying? These boundaries are for your expansion. They're there to help your life become so much richer, so much more wonderful, so much more amazing that you could possibly imagine by virtue of deepening intimacy and deepening your own sense of worth and integrity and ecosystem of values. This is also what's going to give you a clue, a very big clue and almost like a neon sign just kind of blinking at you as to whether people respect, honor, see, hear, and want to be in your space in a way that is going to be conducive to something incredibly aligned and wonderful and healthy and sustainable. Because if you've said something, and if you've set up a boundary with someone, and that boundary continues to be disrespected, obliterated, passed time and again, That person's actions are telling you what their words may not be. That person's actions are telling you that they don't care for you. They think very little of you. They value you very little. And that's important for you to be aware of. And the question really comes down to not how much am I going to castigate this person, but how much do I love myself? Because when you love yourself sincerely, deeply, with a committed sense of devotion to self, for self, through self, you're not going to just sit there and take abuse or disrespect or misaligned interactions with people who aren't even there for you, not in the way that you want them to be, not in the way that they should be. And that matters because you matter. People that get offended when we set boundaries get offended for many reasons, but one of them is that they see that they can no longer control or manipulate you. It's the same thing as with the example of the car. Like if you had consistently been allowing your children to get away with stuff and this one day you did say, hey, I'm turning this car around and you turned it around, they're going to hate you. At least for a little while. Eventually they'll get over it. But... It's the same thing. The patterning is going to be there. You are essentially weaving a tapestry of what you want your life to be like, to look like. 
and the people and the situations and the things that you want to be a part of it. And if you keep going back and pulling threads out because someone said they didn't want it to be there or because they weren't okay with it, or if you keep allowing people to cut the threads that are going to make up the beautiful tapestry of your life, then you're going to have an incomplete work of art. And that's not what you want or need or desire or deserve at all. And the funny thing about it too is one of the reasons that we struggle so much in our lives to set up boundaries is that we have this really strange sense that we owe everything, every part of ourselves to everyone all the time. It's like we believe that we have to offer an excuse or a reason or a piece of evidence as to why. Why we anything in this life at all times to everybody? It's like we're expecting to get a gold star or a red circle or something just from existing. Truly, that's another reason why this is so hard. It's because if you think about it, creating a healthy boundary with someone can look like nonverbal boundary setting. It can also look like boundary setting without explanations, without overadulations. You heard me say that earlier, but think about that. You do not owe every single part of you to every single person in this world. And if your boundary is, hey, I... I'm a burlesque dancer for a living and you are a part of my family, you do not get access to my social media, then that's your boundary. You don't need to explain the whole part of about the burlesque dancing. I was just kind of setting that up so that you understood why I was saying, okay, if you don't want your family, which also too, if you feel like your family should not be on your social media and that is a boundary that is important for you, that is also valid and there doesn't need to be an explanation. That is a very silly example. But again, there's so many dimensions in which we can take this and approach this. Boundaries are there to help us sustain really beautiful relationships with other people. And they don't necessitate a detailed step-by-step explanation as to what your thought process was, what your values are, what your needs are that led you to make this decision that you are now expressing to the other person at all. But that realization is also uncomfortable for us because, once again, this is putting you at the helm. This means you go first. And we sometimes still, very often, struggle with that. It feels foreign. It feels selfish. It feels not okay because there's so much information that has told us that over the years. But the truth is, you are to bring back this previous episode, the main character of your life. And that is important in a very beautiful and self-sovereign and mindfully aware way. It's the plane is coming down and you have to put that oxygen mask on yourself first kind of stuff. You are not being rude or evil or bad when you stand up for yourself. And make no mistake about it, boundaries are standing up for yourself. Boundaries are my office hours are 9 to 5 and I do not answer calls on the weekends. Boundaries are I'm on vacation and therefore I will not be working overtime or answering these emails when it is my time to rest. 
boundaries are your way to speak up for yourself. Stand up. Say, "Hey, this isn't okay. This is not permissible. This will not be excused. This will not stand. This is where we are at. This is how things are going to be handled, and that is it." And there's nothing wrong with that. Boundaries are, "Hey, I am dating and I am not going to stand for or welcome inconsistency." Boundaries are saying no. Period. Boundaries are this behavior is not allowed in my house. It's not allowed around me or my family, and if it happens again, it will not be welcome here. Boundaries are important. They're vital, especially for those of us who learned at a very early age to just be good, to people please, to be nice, to smile, to not rock the boat. In the world of the feminine, this is very deeply entwined with all of the wounds of the divine feminine. So, boundaries are a phenomenal tool to start healing that and reclaiming your power. And listen here again, just to repeat myself a little bit today. If you choose not to honor, stand firm in or set up healthy boundaries, you're not being compassionate. You are not being empathetic. You are not being a great person. You are not being good. You are not being anything other than a safe place or a safe harbor for other people's misbehaviors. And you don't want to be a trash can. You don't deserve to be a dumping space for people to just come in and dump their junk just because you think that you are being kind or nice or sweet by doing that. So. Do yourself a favor and get really well versed in the realm of boundary setting. You owe it to yourself. You owe it to your life. You owe it to your manifestations. You owe it to the people in your life that you want to be super intimately connected to, and most of all, you owe it to your higher self just to have this amazing connection to self for self through self. So take some time and sit with that today and observe and really, really ask yourself what it is that makes you uncomfortable about boundaries, what it is that you believe about them. Do you know what your core values are? Are you very well versed in your needs, your desires, your wants, the way that you express yourself? Are you still over explaining yourself when you are trying to set boundaries up? All of those things are so good for you to become aware of. So sit with that today. And come talk to me on Friday live on my Instagram at your soulful goddess, or email me info at your soulful goddess, or work with me one on one, and let's make you a master of boundary setting and a queen of sovereignty in your life. Either way, I am here for you, and I am so excited that you shared today with me, and I cannot wait to talk to you on the next episode.